Uh, I'm Dropik Zapash from O3 Mining, Director of Operation. So we're uh, focusing on the Marban project, uh, developing the uh, on a PFS right now and targeting production in 2026. Welcome aboard. You're, you're uh, deputizing for Jose, who's needed elsewhere. Nice to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you in person. So, Director of Operations. What does that mean? <laughs> it means a lot of things. So it, means, yeah. it means not geology. Right, right. You <laughs> so, make things work. So kind of a country manager for, for ABCB, if you, if you will. Uh, so basically our coordination of all the activities that we have and also uh, the technical study. So I'm a kind of a study director at the same time. So. Right. We know the PFS is coming up soon, Q3. I'm told, reliably by Jose. Um, what are the, the big components or important components to you that you've been asked to deal with and what's important to the company? So you remember that you, we had a PE back in 2020. So since uh, since then we uh, we updated the resources. That was a first step uh, towards the PFS. Uh, we uh, published that early this year. We now have 2.3 million ounces of measuring indicated. So now that's the base of the PFS. Uh, we also did a bunch of trade-offs to optimize the the concept of the project. Uh, first one uh, is around the uh, tailings. So uh, the P8 was a big tailing, tailing dam, a, a, a big setup. So now we have a, a new concept where we have a starter dam for the first five years and then move to a smaller, the smaller pits that we will be mined uh, in, the, in the first five years. So that's the first, the first big change. Uh, second one is the trade-off around the, uh, the recovery at the mill. Uh, we have indication from the, uh, the, the lab test that it's a better indication than what we expected at the PEA. And also a few trade-off at the mill, targeting a smaller grind and also a CIP circuit instead of a CIL. So expecting an increase in the, in the recovery. And, uh, and the last big step change is coming from the throughput uh, with uh, 4 million tons uh, a, a year. So around uh, 11, 12,000 tons a day at the PEA. Now we increase that by 50% at 6 million tons a year, 17,000 tons a day. Um, so so the, the production profile will go up, uh, as you can imagine. Yeah, okay, so, so these are big moments, right? The PFS is really important because it's the first sort of real meaningful economic study, PA plus or minus 30% variance on, on that typically, and not too many people give it, give it credit. Um, and the, the, those are three... Well, quite serious, serious <laughs> uh, upgrades there. Um, but talk to, talk to me about the, the the future of this company because the, one of the big accusations thrown at this company was that it was just so far away from being in production. It's not of interest today, and it said well, despite the market had a little bit of kind of resurgence recently, people are starting to understand the story, and as mm -hmm. the end point is a little bit closer, etc. But when you say, I'm kind of keen to understand how you envisage moving this forward. You talked about some of the optimization stuff that you're focused mm -hmm. on, but for the, for, again, for the company, what, what, what's kind of big moment things are gonna change the market's perception of um, this from being a maybe to a should be type company. Mm -hmm. So, so as you said, the PFS is uh, is really important because it gives credit to to the to the project. PE are not well understand or the confidence in PE have been low in the market. So, bringing that they're risking the project through through the technical studies, but bringing that to production isn't only the technical stuff. It's it's everything that go with it. So, so we're also uh, working on the uh, environmental baseline. So we'll be done with that uh, this year. So. 
we've been kind of ahead of the of the timeline on the right. uh, on the baselining, um, and then next next step will be the uh, the, F, the feasibility study uh, in 2023, um, and then we can combine the baselining and this, the feasibility study to do the impact assessment. So basically, when we are talking to production in 2026, all the different steps, the technical stuff, and the environmental and the permitting are all waiting in that in that schedules. EIA is, is, is kind of it's a funny one. Right, so non-mining people demand it. You've got to do things the right way. You miners need to improve your image and, uh, and narrative. Investors can't stand it because it delays them getting to what they want, which is the company actually getting the production. Um, what's the reality on the ground in Quebec? Because this is a Quebec uh, conference. Uh, we've seen a few of the government bodies here. We've seen a lot of the institutional uh, guys here. What, what kind of support do you get from that? Uh, so, so I mean, the different agencies that are involved in the process are, are quite open on what they required. So we're already in discussion with them to understand uh, with the process or so the specifics that we will request. So, so even before starting really the process itself, uh, we know what, what's coming and we're in open discussion. It's quite clear that the requirements and the steps that we need to go through. So it's uh, so the risk of being a new new request or new big change in the process itself uh, during from here until production is really so basically, we know what we, we will need to do. And how long does that process take? Not, so, not for you, but after you submit it. Uh, it's, it I mean, it's a, it's a, a work-together process. It's not like we do something, we send it to them. So it's... Uh, it, we, we, we share the document as we built it so so we can integrate their comments and we can integrate everything before we submit a, a final submit. Okay, on the PFS, you've talked about upgrading important components uh, there with your 2.3 million measured and indicated. It, it's, a, it's a nice size here, but how does always talk to the big game about the, the, the potential scale of this thing? So. I get the PFS is really, really important, and the market is definitely looking to you to deliver that. And what's happening in the background in terms of you know scaling this thing up? So there's still exploration outside the, around the pit. So we still have two, four drills at Marban right now. Two that are drilling really close to the pit, so really exten extension of the pit themselves, and uh, also on the same channel elsewhere in the on the property. So, so there's still a, that exploration outside is still is still there, uh, but at this point we don't need that outside to move to move towards the, the technical studies yeah. and to move to, towards the uh, permitting. No, but um, but but at the same time, the, these days we're seeing a lot of M and A activity going in the marketplace. But the big guys are looking, everyone's looking to, you know, fill up. But, you know, fill, fill up some of their uh, resource and reserve numbers. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, Jose, like every good CEO, is talking the game of getting this thing into production himself and yourselves. But you've also got to make yourself look pretty, right? So the, the amount of meters being drilled, um, you know, will will matter. So, what, what are you aiming at? Uh, in reality, the, that, that game of M&A and what, what the, the major are thinking, it's it's not an, under our control. So what we can control is, is making sure that we're uh, progressing uh, in a disciplined way. So so even if something happened in the future, it will be de-risking de the project for us. And and even if we the one way or the other, we, we can bring that to projection in 26. That's the thing about the uh, exploration. So we can discover, we can increase our resources. Uh, 
but at one, at one point, if we want to have this in production, we need to settle on our infrastructure basis. And that's pretty much what we are doing at the PFS. At okay, the so you guys are good for cash. There's um, also some equities um, which you're setting on as well. So you can you can sort of do what you need to do. Um, I'm intrigued by the sort of tidying up of the balance sheet, as it were, in terms of whether it be through land pack offloading land packages or acquiring land packages or farming out and, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Is there much more to do? Is there much sort of cleaning of house? Uh, I mean, there's uh, around the property itself. Uh, there's a. Uh there's some opportunity uh, to to work with the with the with the neighbors to unlock some of the value. So we, we know that the limit of the pit is right right on the limit mm. uh, of the property. But it's not I, again it's it's not all in my control. I, I'm focusing on what we can control, and that's that's improving the economics through through the through and the risking the project through the technical studies, and also by everything around that. So so we we talk about it a lot for the technical study in the last few minutes. Now, I want to touch also on on the stakeholder engagement as well because sure. it's uh, so environmental is one thing permitting is one thing but you you want to make sure that your stakeholders are are supporting your project when you reach that point so mm -hmm. we're already engaged with the with our neighbors so really the residents that are sitting around the project so we did meet with them a second time uh, just a month ago so so we're already engaging with that and same thing with with first Nations. so, so we want to create those those relations that will be uh, really useful when we we get there I, I want to talk to you about the you know, stakeholder engagement and ESG and all of those wonderful things that you, you guys have to talk about. You have to be seen to talk about it. And, and I want to try and understand how real it is on the ground. Because the, if people are looking in, there's an, there's an audience that says, I'm not a buyer. I'm not a buyer of all of this. Just get on with mining. And there's another audience that says, you guys need to up your game. And it's, it's, it is important. You must do it properly. I mean, tell us about the reality on the ground. What happens if you don't do these things? So, so, so we do a lot of real things. For the first one, the obvious one is the uh, eco logo certification that we yeah. have. So it's not just a stamp that, that we can show; it's also a way to work. I mean, on a daily basis, you can ask my contractor, you can ask the employees. They're using uh, format, they're using uh, material from from that. So, so they see at, on a daily basis the impact of being mm. certified with eco logo. There's a there's an audit also coming uh, this year, so to audit our, our way to do things and. Ecologo is, is really ESG, it's not only environment or safety, it's it's covering uh, everything. And also that's uh, we, we see the impact on the ground with, with the residents around. We, we see people, the image that we are giving a, a in towns and we need the support of, of the population and we need the support of First Nation and, and doing the, the, the right thing, doing the uh, giving importance to ESG help us having the, that image on, on, the, on a, a local basis as well. So, what do you think about the timing of the PFS then? I, I've got to come back to it. That's the thing people are going to be looking for. Yeah. One, you said you had to deliver it. Two, it's a meaningful financial document which says here's the economics yeah. with a little bit more certainty. What do you think about releasing it in this current environment? You're going to get marked down if you don't, but you may get marked down because it's just difficult. People just go, I don't care at the moment. But, uh, how, do you, how do you time it? Uh, I mean, it's we, we we need to progress that. I mean, we we need to bring that to production as fast as we can, and that that's 2026, and we need to go through. We don't we don't want to step uh, over uh, over the PFS. We we don't want to be that company that start a PFS but change it to IFS because they, you want to culture it. We want to do step by step. We want to be disciplined across those steps, and the, the and the next thing to do is, is that PFS. 
even if the, I, I'm not controlling the market. I'm controlling what, what we do uh, as a company on a, on a daily basis. So I guess you've got, kind of got the comfort of you've got a lot of cash. So in a, in a kind of meaningful, and I, I know you probably can't say this, but I, I would as an ambassador, okay. In a meaningful way, it's the market debt is what it is, mm -hmm. but you've got the cash to sort of stay in control of what you, you need to do. And you're working towards the longer theme of, mm -hmm. we need to get into, in, into production on time. I mean, we're we're seeing it on a long-term basis, so it's okay. that that three to four to five years until the production. So we're looking further than just the short short-term market conditions. So so for us, it's just uh, being lost in the attention in the short term can can distract us to to, to hit the long-term target. So we're much much better to control the step-by-step -step approach and a disciplined approach uh, to to production. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to Q3. Um, you better deliver. <laughs>